Hi guys, this is Chris from Strange States. Hope you're all doing well, keeping safe. This is episode two of the Strange States podcast on Spotify. An apology before I start. I've not been able to get as many episodes done and uploaded as I would have liked to over the past few weeks, just due to work and family life and stuff like that. But hopefully I'm going to rectify that and give you some more scary things to think about um, in the near future. So today's episode isn't so much a story as it's a history of a place in the UK called Melton. Now Melton is a small village within the UK, it's in Yorkshire and it's near Doncaster uh, which is a, a fairly large town. It's a rural village Melton and it's got lots of farms and a small um, precinct of shops and it's it looks quite idyllic it's it's a pretty place it's surrounded by woodland it's got um, a river running through it you can go fishing there it's to all intents and purposes a nice place until you start to hear some of the history and the events that have happened there and then you would think Okay, I'm not going to go there anymore. So, there's been a lot of disappearances of people there. There's been a lot of reports of people being attacked by not so much villagers, or you could argue that, but being attacked by just strangers, really strange attacks on people who've been you know, camping there, or the cars broke down. And they've been followed if they've walked off to the nearest petrol station. They've been followed in the woods by people. Um, there was one instance of a young lady whose car did break down. She was a nurse, and as she walked to the nearest uh, public place, which was the centre of Melton, she saw on her left-hand side a, a group of men acting very strangely in one of the woods. Now, when I say strangely, I don't mean you know, um, just looking a bit shifty, I mean, it looked like they were doing some kind of ritual within the woods, Um, there was a fire in the centre, and one of them saw her on the roadside walking past, and they all started chasing her, now she, she was away on her toes, she was, she was gone, um, and she managed to escape without them grabbing hold of her or doing anything, but when she reported it to the police, the local police around that area, and they checked, all they found was the burning, uh, the embers of the burning bonfire a few hours later. Um, she was very scared, obviously, and I don't think she'll be back through that way anytime soon, but that's just one of the instances from, from Melton itself. But I want to give you a little bit of a history about the place as well. So around about 1810, 1820, there was a major incident within the village of Melton, and it's one that's been um, dusted over, I think, in, in the history books and in the history of Yorkshire. Um, but I managed to find a few things out, out about it, which were really quite um, harrowing, really, to read. So, <clears throat> in Leeds, there was an asylum that housed um, violent criminals. And when I say violent criminals, I don't just mean you know, you, you people who rob houses and stuff like that, although that's bad, I'm on about killers, child killers, rapists, really violent individuals that need to be locked up. So 
the standard prisons at the time were, were bursting at the seams, which I suppose they are nowadays, really. But you know, nothing really changes. But then they were really bursting at the seams. So they used to house these uh, inmates in secure hospitals. Now, this particular secure hospital couldn't cope with the inmates that they had there. So they were going to ship them to uh, London to where there were places for them to go and to be locked up and to be kept away from the general public. So one night um, it was deemed that the convoy would take the prisoners, about eight or nine of them, um, by horse-drawn carriage, but secure horse-drawn carriage, through Yorkshire, down through the Midlands and into London. The journey would have taken about 24 hours, maybe, maybe a day, maybe two days. But they decided to go at night, and this one particular night when they went through Melton, the village of Melton, which is about maybe 40 miles away from Leeds. It was about 12 o'clock midnight as they got through it. Now, obviously, there was no street lighting back then, really. There was no, especially in the rural areas, you had to rely a lot on the lamps on the carriages, and the prisoners weren't treated right. They weren't treated with any kind... Obviously, they didn't really deserve any respect, but they weren't treated with any kind of humanity that, you know, you'd expect... So you've got nine, maybe ten prisoners in these two secure carriages being shipped out through Melton. Now what happened was the first carriage, the wheel came off the actual carriage and it spooked the horses. To which the horses bolted, threw off the driver and it smashed into um, a wall. I think it was a bridge wall it said. And five or six of the prisoners managed to escape out of the carriage. Now, the prisoners were dressed in rags, really. Obviously, they were in a very sorry state, these prisoners, but still able to get out of the carriage and flee into the woods of Melton. Now, as the story goes, these six prisoners just ran roughshod through the actual village of Melton. Most people were asleep, they broke into houses, they killed people there, they, um, they set fire to things for about three or four hours. They run roughshod through about four or five houses, um, to, one, to which one point one of the prisoners attacked a family that was still sleeping in the beds and hung the husband outside from the bedroom window. He threw him outside and was hanging the guy from the window, which must have been a terrible sight to see. Um, so, yeah, the the village woke up to what was going on. There was breaking glass, there was fires being set everywhere. These lunatics were just running roughshod through the village. Um, eventually, most of these uh, crazy men got caught and then shipped off to London. But it, it left that village in a state of um, bereavement and violation. And that village as a whole had a leader, um, a guy called Thomas Isaac, who was like the village elder. And after this all happened, there was about four or five people who were killed. There was women that were attacked. Um, animals were killed. Buildings were, were burnt. And Thomas Isaac called a, a village meeting for the remaining people of the village and said, you know, nothing like this is ever going to happen to us again. 
we're going to put steps in motion that no one will ever want to do this to us again. And the village then, over the years, became more and more secluded and more and more um, cut off from the rest of the villages around it to the point where they didn't really have a lot to do with anyone in terms of trade, in terms of um, meeting people from outside the village. And other people from around that village started to not want to go near the village of Melton. They said it, that there was some kind of curse or just a really bad vibe on the place that it just wasn't a place for them to go. And then the years went on. Um, and again, this Thomas Isaac eventually died and passed on his his um, leadership to his son, um, Edward Isaac, who made good on his dad's um promised to keep the village quite tight and quite tight-knit to where they were building fences around the actual outskirts of the village to where people couldn't really walk through the woods until they got to a fence that said don't come any any further because this is a village of melton you're not allowed here um we only want our own people within this village and now as again as the years go on as you work into the 1900s when First World War started to happen and the Second World War and rationing and, and all those kinds of hardships were brought onto the UK. The, the place was really a no-go area, but you did get the odd person who didn't know about Melton who would try and travel through it and maybe ignore the signs and just be on their way. And there were, there were different disappearances around the time of about 1920 to about 1940 five-ish so like in a in a 25 year period there were quite a lot of people who just went missing around that area now these were strangers from other towns that you know their last whereabouts was going towards that village um and there was there were sightings of a lot of ritual behavior they did a it's said that the people of melton did a, a kind of pagan ceremony to remind them of the day when Melton was attacked by these prisoners. Now, as legend would have it, the women who were attacked during that um, frenzied, you know, violent spree by these prisoners, some of them got pregnant. Obviously, they were attacked in and sexually assaulted, but some of them got pregnant. And obviously, in, the, in those days... There wasn't really so much abortion about. You, you couldn't get rid of um, a pregnancy that easily. So the village would band together and help these women bring these children up, which in one way is a, a good thing, because obviously it's not the child's fault, but in another way, a bad thing, because obviously we don't know what what kind of genetics and uh, genes do they help develop a child and do they become normal or do they have some kind of trait of their fathers and we don't know but a few of these children grew up to be adults and they stayed within the village but the the, the people around that that village um chessington and Orksbridge and uh, netherwood they would tell of the adults of that village just acting really weird around the village when they would like go past on in their cars and stuff they get stared at and they would 
they would see different kinds of um again festivals that used to go off on that in that village and around that village that just looked really weird where they would be masked up maybe i don't know if you guys have ever seen um the wicker man with edward woodward but i imagine it to be something like that where the village is quite tight-knit and any outsiders will be you know looked down upon and not wanted now this brings me to around about 1970-ish where uh, developers wanted to buy some land within that village and put a road through um, Melton. Now, obviously, to get a road through such a place would be quite a hard thing to do, and a lot of the land was privately owned by farmers and landowners there, and obviously this Edward um, Isaac, he had his family, and they were then elders of that 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 village. Now, the planning permission that you would need from the council to actually put something through uh, Melton was fairly hard to do because you had to go and see the people who lived there and council workers were threatened, you know, don't come back here, this is our village. You know, you, you're not welcome, basically. Uh, to where the council would say, look, this is for the furtherment of the, the local area. You're either going to give us the land that we need or we're going to do what we call a um, an imposed purchase, I think it's called, where they just force you to sell to the council and they give you the market value and there's nothing really you can do about it, which is unfair, but, you know, that's progress, I suppose. Um, so that's what happened. There's about four or six fields through Melton that would, was forcibly sold. Now, when work started to commence on this road workers started to dig up bodies <laughs> remains of bodies and not just one not just two but there was about 20 along this stretch of field um that went for a you know maybe half a mile and then there'd be another set of bodies all from different eras all from different uh times but work had to stop and then people were questioned within the village workers didn't want to go there uh, construction guys just didn't want to go there they were getting threats off the village members and it was really quite an intimidating place to go and recently this village is um it's quietened down now i mean the road didn't end up going through that they bypassed it and they they went another way but again we're starting to get more and more um disappearances around that area more and more strange tales of people being chased cars um being shot at it's a really strange village um within north the north of england and i just thought it was a really interesting um series of situations that i could tell you about because it's a really interesting village that i will be putting a little bit more about the village on my strange states um instagram uh which is strange.states and the little profile picture on there is uh the moth from silence of the lambs and just strange states above it so if you want to add me on there you can do um so yeah i hope you enjoyed that and hope you enjoyed hearing about melton I'm going to do another episode now, which is a story that my friend told me when he was in Afghanistan, um, in the army, something that was really strange that happened to him. 
So I hope you'll stick around for the next episode. So thanks a lot for um, listening. Cheers, guys. Hope you're well. See you later.